Hey, it's Kevin Carden here. And before we get into this episode, I have a special invitation for you, especially if you're near, around, or willing to travel to Denver, Colorado. So you guessed it, there is going to be an in-person event where we get to hang out. I call it Soul Builder Live, and here's some information about it. It's no secret that the world needs changing, but the question then becomes how? How do we even make a difference in this world when we're just an individual? It's a concern that you may have, and especially when it comes to living your purpose. You may feel like there's some doubts or some fears, some worries, or even apathy, like, again, what difference can I make that may be in the way from you actually stepping forward in a way that you know that you feel called to do? Whether it's making an impact through a service, through a product, through something that you want to offer to the world, you know that you're here for a reason, that there's a gift that you are here to give. But if you feel at some level feeling stuck or not enough, then Soul Builder Live is for you. So my name is Kevin. We haven't met yet. I've been a transformational coach over the last six years. Been studying personal development and spiritual principles, spiritual law for the last 10 years with my mentor. I've been living my purpose now for several years. And I know what it takes to move through those kinds of barriers, those invisible boundaries that we find within ourselves especially when we're about to take a step in the direction of a dream that we really would love to create to make a difference in this world. And so I would love to invite you to this event in Denver for two days. It'll be live with me. And we're going to be going deep in terms of working with the laws of the universe to be able to move through the resistance that you may notice you have quite often so that you can actually deliver on your purpose to the world to make a difference, to make a change that this world desperately needs. And you don't have to be some extraordinary person either. In fact, I find that most people who are living their purpose are people who are just ordinary, but they're doing extraordinary things because they have grown as a soul. That's why I call this Soul Builder Live, so I can help you in growing as a soul so that you can take those bold steps moving forward because it will take courage. And that boldness comes through having that courage that's that's developed through training like this. And so a little sneak peek of what we're gonna cover. There's three main things we're gonna go through. Blueprinting, bridging, and building in order for you to live your soul's purpose. Blueprinting is about getting clear, crystal clear on the life you'd love to live, the kind of impact that you wanna make, how that, that life you would love to live is going for you so that you can embody that vision. And that's where we go then to the bridging step of how, how we bridge the gap from where we are to where we'd love to be. It's about an embodiment process so that we're changing on a physiological level. If you're familiar with neuroplasticity, we have to change internally if we want to make any external change in our life. And that's really the, the nitty gritty work of looking at old paradigms, limiting beliefs, moving through uh, resistance that has often come from trauma or traumatic experiences from our past so that we can release those and really step into our greatness. And then the third and final thing we'll go through is the, the, the building phase of living your purpose. And the building is really about taking action, inspired action that's aligned with spirit, with, that's aligned with this power that has created all things. You can call it energy, you can call it the universe, you can call it spirit, God, the infinite. I like to call it the infinite or God, but aligning with that power that is breathing you, that is within you will help you move forward in ways that you cannot know on your own. So we're gonna be diving deep into this in this Soul Builder Live event. So 
if you'd love to join me and this will be about you know 30 40 people at this event it'll be in person we get to shake hands hug get to see each other in person face to face or belly to belly because we're actually in person together and uh, i get to support you in your journey of living your soul's purpose so if you'd love to join me it's 97 dollars early bird if you've missed that it's 130 127 for the two days i know that's a reasonable pricing because most events that are like this are about you know two three hundred dollars and this is actually the first time i'm posting this in person so i really wanted to reach my hand out to you make it easy for you to show up uh, there'll be coffee and tea in the morning you get to meet other like-minded people and Again, I get to help you in living a life that you love, living your purpose. So if you love to join me and many others, get your ticket or tickets. If you'd love to join with someone uh, somewhere on this page, you can click a button, get your tickets for Soul Builder Live. And I look forward to seeing you in person then. So to be crystal clear, if you'd love to get your ticket for Soul Builder Live or find out more information, then click the link in the description of this episode and you'll get to the page with all the details. And so with that said, Let's get into this episode. Hey, it's Kevin. And before we dive into this episode for the Science and Spirituality podcast, we wanted to just share about uh, how you have an opportunity to make your own podcast if you are resonating with that. So I want to tell you about Anchor. So Anchor is the app or platform that we use. It's uh, anchor.fm and it's completely free. It's, we've been, what's, what, that's what we've been using to create this podcast. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And now apparently you can even add your own songs from Spotify directly into your episodes. So there's a lot of possibilities. Uh, so if you've been thinking about a podcast and creating your own, there's a lot of opportunity here. Yep. And uh, this is Chris. And one of the things that we love the most about Anchor is that it actually distributes your podcast for you. So many of you are probably listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts. All you have to do is upload your podcast to Anchor and they'll distribute it to those platforms. And you can even make some money doing it and you don't have to have any minimum listenership, which is pretty cool. So basically it's everything you need to make a podcast. We love it. We use it. And um, so if you feel called to, you can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton. And we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Science and Spirituality podcast and in this series on developing your relationship with yourself. And today we're going to be talking about happiness and joy and how developing a relationship with yourself has, has to really include this because, I mean, I really believe happiness and joy is really just uh, an essence of life mm. or just like a, a core of, of living a, a good life or a life that, I mean, that you enjoy, right? Um, yeah. I think it's something that we all want and we all want to experience, but there are some nuances that we want to share that are really important to keep in mind. Uh, and as perspective, because I really don't believe also that and this, any of this information is new for many people. Maybe the studies will share about happiness um, that might be new to you, but uh, in general, most people have, especially anyone tuning into this podcast, have an idea that you know, like happiness is not anything from external. It's really coming from within. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's, there's a lot we're going to cover. So yeah. let's dive in. And I think I want to start there actually about happiness 
being internal and not external. Mm. And where I want to bring up is, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, and this is one of my favorite ideas is about developing a sense of what happiness and joy actually means for you. Because in the absence of doing that, you're just going to assume that what society deems as, oh, this should make you happy, like having a job at this age or making a certain amount of money at this age or being married at this age, like having kids, like just like the American dream, I'll put in quotes or wherever you're from, like whatever your country's dream is, I don't know. But like when we don't define what happiness means for us and Gary Vaynerchuk puts this a really good way. And he, he says this example where he goes, he has friends who make like $40,000 a year and they go home and play video games all day and they love it. And then they have people and then he has friends that, you know, are working 20 hours a week, 20 hours a day and, and start have their own companies and are under like a lot of perceived stress, but they love that too. Yeah. And it's because they figured out what actually makes them happy and defined it for themselves. So yep. themselves. I think the, the, the key place to start is defining what happiness means for you. Yeah. And that's always, you have to find that within you may yeah. be in, like, it may, uh, you may learn about like what makes you happy from outside sources. Like you see someone, you know, enjoying say like having a, a you know, full work day, right? Like doing work that they love and working 12 to 15 hours. And you might feel resonant with that kind of high productivity, high engagement, high activity that may resonate with you, but you still have to check within like mm-hmm. tune in and go within and see and ask yourself, is that what I really want? Is that what's going to really make me happy? Yeah. Really is, I mean, that's why this whole series is developing your relationship with yourself. It's always about taking a mirror and looking at your, looking within, looking at yourself. I guess not technically like, you know, practically yeah. that, like eating a mirror, but like just self-reflection, like, and looking within and just determining what do I really want? And so one other thing I'll say about that, because it, it, maybe you've heard this before, whoever you are listening, but what does that even mean to self-reflect or take time to yourself? I mean, go on a walk, go sit on a bench, go, you know, take a nap or like lay down or just sit on your couch and then literally give yourself time to think, think through, like ask yourself the question, what actually does make me happy? And maybe a journal will help. Like the first time I ever really did this, um, one of my friends back in, in college asked me like, what, like, cause I was, I was like really upset or, or angry about something and just like, wasn't feeling like I was connected with people or about my life. Mm-hmm. And like, my friend asked me like, well, what makes you really happy? And I never really thought about that before. And so I took some time, even just for like five or 10 minutes and wrote out a list of like 10 things that really uh, did make me happy. Like things that I would do or things that I would uh, enjoy uh, doing, like, uh, you know, reading or practicing yoga or uh, like connecting with friends or um, going for a walk, like simple things. Um, but really it is about what you're perceiving as what makes you happy. And what yeah. I mean by that is that it, sure, there are, th- there are external things. Like, for example, I said is like practicing yoga or taking a walk or hanging out with friends, but like you could do those things and not be happy. Mm-hmm. Still is the, re- it's, it's tuning within. It's like, what do you need right now? And does that really make you happy? Yeah. So it's, it's giving yourself that time. Yeah. And those, those things might be external, but happiness comes from your relationship to those things. Yeah. So your sense of happiness always has like the biggest portion of your happiness always is you. It has to do with you. Yeah. You know, you can, you can be doing the best things in the world. You can have all the money in the world. You could be doing, you know, traveling and whatever, but if you're not happy doing it, like the relationship with your life isn't there, you're always going to feel like something is missing and you're always going to want more because you think that that's the answer. 
Yeah. I feel like, dude, as a society, that's kind of where we're getting to over the next, over the last like 10, 20 years mm-hmm. where we as a society have gotten so comfortable with like survival and we can go anywhere we want. Now we can travel. We have cars. Like a lot of people have a decent income now, you know, where we have good f- access to food. We have a, a sense of safety. And so now people are starting to think like, Oh shit, like what's next. And they're starting to really like turn in and get that deeper sense of like, I don't know, like what actually does make me happy. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like maybe someone listening is not turning within and you're feeling discontent or like a strong, like, uh, just dissatisfaction with your life. And you're wondering why, because you have all the things that, again, like you, you were saying, society is like deemed as like, what should make you happy? Like a good job, a car, money, friends, a significant other, maybe kids. Like, it's like, all right, all those are checked off, but why am I still not happy? It's because you haven't turned within. So yeah. that's now is the time to do that and really turn and yeah. within. And the problem with that too is, if, if your sense of happiness or your definition of happiness is defined by things outside of you, first of all, a lot of times it's unconscious. You don't realize that. Yeah. You're just yeah. something that you think is going to make you happy. Yep. And then when you get it, there's that sense of, oh, it's a disappointment. Yeah. And then so you immediately start looking for the next thing or the next bigger thing. And exactly. your whole life is you just chasing something. Yeah. Chasing this idea of happiness when really it's how are you relating to the things you're doing? Yeah. Which that's such a, see, this is what I was saying before. It's just so nuanced because it's not wrong to want more. And right. we've talked about that in the past too. It's like, that's actually a part of our, our spiritual nature is that we want to grow and growth in, in terms of our mind, body, and spirit does include greater things potentially. And sometimes, um, so it's not wrong, but it depends on how you're feeling within and that relationship you have with yourself, which is so important. So it's, it's tuning within because mm. you don't want to yeah, have it as external. It's like, oh, like I'm, I'm chasing this money, this new job or this starting a business or attracting the love of my life because that would, that's going to make me happy. Like yeah. you can want that, but it has to come from a place of, I want an expanded life of what I'm already really enjoying now. Like, mm. and so that's really the starting place is looking at your current life and finding the joy in it. Like where the, where's, where can you have happiness within your current life where you're in the past, you normally wouldn't mm-hmm. like, that's really the key. And if you don't, here's the cycle is what, just to put some more words to, from what you said, Chris, to my, one of my favorite uh, descriptions of this is that most people are trying to get to there and mm-hmm. I'm putting air quotes around the word there. It's, that it could be a perceived goal or money, or again, relationship, whatever, like a job. So everyone's trying to get there. And so that means they're not here as in they're not present. And we have a whole episode on, on the power of presence, yeah. but they're not here. And actually, I think I shared this in that episode, but either way, I'll reiterate it. Mm. So everyone's trying to get there and they're not here. So when you get quote unquote there, then you're in the pattern of trying to get there. So you're not going to actually enjoy the present moment. And so you're not going to be here, even when you've achieved that uh, there that you had earlier. Yeah. So then you're, you're creating this pattern of always wanting to get somewhere where you're, you're not staying present. And so therefore you're not ever truly, truly happy because you're always trying to get somewhere. So Mm -hmm. the first place to look with to, to really ground yourself is in this present moment, be here and then find the happiness or joy in this moment. Like what can you appreciate today? What can you find happiness in today? Like how can you create that happiness today? 
Yeah, I, I looked up the the definition of happiness real quick right before we started, mm. and the definition it's it's says it's a a state of being happy. So mm. it's, it's it's actually a state that you're in. Yeah, and you can't be in that state if you're not present. Yes, if you're thinking about the past. You're thinking about the future. You're not in the state of being happy. Like you need it needs to be something that you generate from within you. Yeah, yeah. So I thought the the definition was very interesting how they yeah. worded it. And, you know, I just want to speak one more briefly thing, one more thing briefly to the paradox, because again, just to emphasize this even more, and I hope I'm doing well enough to emphasize this because it really is important is in that case, because I, I know people who are generating happiness in the present moment, but then they're disregarding what they really desire for their future, like what they're like, what they would love, like what their dreams are, you know, so it, it's not, it's not either or. You can have both. You really can. And so being present doesn't mean to say that you're not um, dreaming and considering what would you love for your future. So it's both. It really does. It does coincide together, but often it seems like it's a paradox. Yeah. I want to drill down a little bit further into giving people some tips about how to develop that relationship with themselves in terms of happiness. Because I know that you were saying before taking time like going for a walk or like laying down like yeah. sitting on a bench or like all that stuff I, I i just want to reiterate that because i think that's super important and i think it's important that when we do those types of things we're not on our phones oh like we're yeah. not scrolling through instagram or like cause th- think about it. if you go, go to your phone right now and you check your screen time on your phone like i don't know i think the average screen time is something like three to four hours a day and then the yeah. number of pickups is crazy too like just picking up and looking at your phone mm. and so you may get the illusion that you're spending time with yourself learning about yourself but really you're just on tiktok or you're on instagram and when we're on those types of social media platforms it's so easy for us to see other people's lives and be like wow everyone else seems to be finding happiness with something yeah and unconsciously you start to compare yourself to other people Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads to a little bit of a disconnect of, of self. Yeah. So I think taking your advice from before is super important too, but try to do it like without your phone. And, and, and honestly, that could be uncomfortable at first for some people. Sure. To figure out what actually is going to make them happy because they've never actually thought about it. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't really learn about that stuff in school. Yeah. I don't think at least. And not every, not, not often it's, it is, are we asked about it? Yeah. Which it's is, always like, what, what, what are you going to do when you grow yeah, up? Or, what are you going to be when you're going to grow yeah, up? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think as, as children, as kids, we're, we're so in tune with what makes us happy that we just do it. Yep. And so we were talking too about this is the stat about how the average child laughs about 300 times per day, but then the average adult only laughs between laughs between 15 to 20 times per day. Mm. And honestly, I think it's because we don't allow ourselves to like our sense of humor kind of like diminishes too. We start to see the world as more like rigid and, and we just start Serious. to not have as much fun. Yeah. 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 But that's like, the, that, that's like the, I mean, I, I love to have fun. We were just like laughing before on the podcast yeah. before we started about stupid stuff, you know, yep. so, like yep. give yourself that space to just be like a kid. Yeah. Laugh and, and follow like what your heart desires in terms of like fun and dude this could be something so simple like it doesn't have to be some like oh, i don't know make it, do, do you like playing board games like do you like playing video games like do like it could be little things that make you happy yeah and the more you do those things you're developing your relationship with yourself while you're doing them exactly you're getting feedback yeah exactly and then that expands because anything that we place our energy on or attention on it expands naturally that's a, that's a law of the universe is that as we focus on something it expands 
yeah. whether we focus on uh, seriousness or rigidity as you were sharing, or we focus on like, well, like productivity or tasks that we have to complete, um, then that expands more. We, we give more attention to that. We give more energy to that. But then as you give more attention and energy to your happiness, to what makes you happy, like, you know, what makes you happy, what you find joy in, what you find fun, then naturally you're going to learn more and just that's going to expand as well. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <clears throat> it grows. So like it, it, it's honestly all of this, like the, in this entire series, the developing your, your relationship with yourself series, it, it's compounding. Mm-hmm. Like it's a compounding effect for all of these things. Like we talked about discipline, the episode before now with happiness and joy, like as you're focusing on it more, it expands and yeah. the other episodes we're going to talk about too. And another thing too, is to kind of have fun with this as well and not put so much pressure on yourself. So let's say you're trying the exercise of sitting down and thinking about what makes you happy and you think of something, but let's say it's like, Oh, I kind of want to go to target and buy something. Right. And then you're like, Oh, but you know, it's material. And like, don't think that way. Like if that's a, if that's something that you think is going to make you happy, like do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then see how it actually feels once you do it. Like there's no, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong answer to what you're going to discover when you try to figure out what makes you happy and how to find joy in your own life. It's, it's to each its own. And that's like the beautiful part about this. But what we're trying to bring up is having the awareness of that fact and practicing it. But mm. you know, the, like what makes me happy is different than what makes you happy. And it's going to be different than what makes listeners happy. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. And just briefly to go off of the example you just gave, mm-hmm. like it just made me think like last weekend or two, three weeks ago, like I did go to Target and I bought some stuff. One of the things I did buy was a candle simple candle. It was like 10 bucks. And it's been like, every time I light that candle, I'm like, I literally last night, I, I lit the candle and like read a book and was super happy doing that. Just like having yeah. that, that kind of, uh, um, it's like, I don't know candles for me, especially with like a specific scent that really resonates with me. It just like, it has this essence of like self-care to it. Mm-hmm. And that makes me happy, you know? Yeah. So like there's, 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 um, but remember it's, there's a connection within myself. Right. Like I was tuning within to connect with myself and that happiness was created within. Like, yes, there was that uh, experience of having that candle lit and then smelling the, the fragrance and all that. But still, like I could have. And honestly, there are days that like maybe um, even well, I don't light the candle on these days. But like if I'm not feeling connected, like if I light the candle, then I, I'm that's not going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Like I have to want to, to create that happiness within yeah. first. And then there's that kind of, uh, it's like the chicken or the egg, right? Like which came first, you know, like it's, but I guess, or maybe that's not a good analogy. Cause like the, the happiness coming from within is always first, but it, it's seemingly so connected or, uh, like which does come first, but yeah, I don't know and if I'm making sense with that. No, yeah, no, that, that, that made sense. But okay. again, that relationship that you have with the external, if, if, if it is something that's external, it's your relationship that you're feeling within to that thing that actually generates yeah. the happiness. It's not the thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and then, so I just wanted to also say that why is this important? Like generating happiness? Like there's like, you can, you can Google tons of studies on happiness and, and health. And like people who have like a better outlook on life and like are more positive and express more gratitude and are happier, they live longer. Mm-hmm. Like they, because you, when you're happy, like these specific chemicals are generated within within your brain: dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin. serotonin. Yeah, and all those things like they work to help your body work better and feel mm-hmm. better. And everyone's felt this way before. Like, like, dude, 
when we were like laughing before starting this podcast, I literally felt an uptick in my energy mm. just from laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you laugh so hard and like you start tearing, like those are like the best, like you feel so good afterwards. Yeah. You know, or like when you're in a really stressful situation and like it ends and then all of a sudden you just start like tearing or you just start like laughing or you just like giggling. Cause it's like, you just feel so good afterwards. Like it really, it really does help you feel better. Mm-hmm. And, but if you're like going back to the beginning of the podcast, if you're chasing an external view of happiness, you're never, you're not going to get that feeling because it's not yeah. actually going to make you feel fulfilled inside when you get it. Mm-hmm. When you exactly. Yeah. And I can remember, I mean, tons of times in my life where like I, u- I tried to use like external th- means for making myself happy. Um, uh, but it actually, in a, the truth of it was I was just distracting myself from myself. Well, I think you know, that's like, a lot. A lot of people do that because that's the way, like, if, if you're not aware, that's kind of what society tells you to do. Not yeah. I mean, it's just programming. Like it's yeah. not like someone on a meg- megaphone is saying, do this. It's just the normal way in which people live their lives. So then we think it's, that's the normal and that's what we're meant to do. Yeah. And we don't even second guess or question, but like the example I was thinking of was like, just that I've done in my life and distraction was like, like you said, social media or like our mm-hmm. phones. Like I would like click into apps and like refresh my news, my newsfeed and like see if there's something that I would like, you know, would make me happy. Like I love memes, but mm-hmm. like I can get so down into the rabbit hole of memes that it's not making me happy. It's actually draining my energy. Yeah. So it's be, it's about being conscious with those things that you're doing that could bring happiness. Cause like, I'll laugh at some memes, like that brings that joy or that fun. But like, after like a half an hour scrolling through memes, even if I find something like hilarious, I won't laugh. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll just have this like, like, like straight face, but like in my head, I'm like, huh, that's funny. Yeah. And like, it's not, it's actually not like enjoyable or bringing that happiness. So yeah, yeah, it's. I think to ground this whole episode is really just to challenge yourself mm. to like your patterns, the ways in which you're living your life to then bring or create more happiness in your day. And it doesn't have to be uh, like from like a, you know, a different job or an increase in income or uh, a different relationship. Like you can really do, you can really find that happiness or create that happiness in the normal things that you're doing now. Like yeah. I think of last night, like, as I mentioned, like I lit that candle and I, I read, but just before that, I played with Autumn, my cat. Mm-hmm. But there, there have been plenty of times where I would play with Autumn, but I wasn't fully present. I wasn't here. And so I actually didn't have fun and I wasn't really happy doing it. I kind of felt like it was this chore because I was like, you know, I feel bad for not playing with Autumn for a day or two. And so mm-hmm. like, I do it just because just to do it. But like, it's a very different experience when you're present and here and there. Yeah. As in, their meaning like you're where you are like <laughs> that's actually that's actually a good point i'm gonna try that next time i play with layla my dog yeah because sometimes like she's so hyper that i'm just like oh, all right i'll play yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then but honestly like i see that oh my gosh like that's a whole nother topic but like how like pets are animals like they really help us bring bring ourselves into the present because they're, they're always present they're so good at that like you yeah. you, you can like for like i'm just thinking of layla as an example like she'll she'll want to play like the entire day and be all sad and depressed that we're not playing and then the minute we play like she's like it's like it never happened yeah yeah never no grudges nothing yeah exactly yeah just Mm -hmm. true true bliss in the moment happiness yeah Yeah, and so just believe that that can happen for you like listener like that you can generate happiness now Mm -hmm. with whatever you're doing Mm-hmm. And dude, just going back to like dream builder stuff too, and, and the law of vibration and all of that stuff. it's like, when you generate that state of happiness, the, the outside world starts to change in ways that you don't realize. 
because yep. you're a different person and you're approaching the world differently. So the world's going to look different to you. Exactly. And that's yeah. important. Yeah. Shifting your perception, like everything changes when you really just bring happiness and joy and like enthusiasm. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I love that word. In fact, uh, the root word that are the, the root of that word enthusiasm uh, actually translates to in I think it's from Greek or Latin. Um, but the core of that word means God within enthusiasm. It's that God within or that that spirit source within is the, the source of all things enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. So it's like bringing that it's like, you're connecting with yourself, your higher self, whatever that means to you. Um, and you're bringing that forth into time and space into this reality into your experience. So yeah, yeah, always love that definition. Dope. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't know that the first time I've heard about that. Oh, nice. I forget where I heard that. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm yeah, good on that. I was gonna say if you had a yeah, if you have a closing tip or anything, but I think you know, we're gonna just tune in, spend some time with yourself, like literally like actually with yourself and think yes. about or making a list of things that make you happy, even if they're yeah. super small and just trying to do them on a daily basis. Exactly. You wanna have yeah. that feeling of happiness daily because it regenerates you. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah, like and then yeah, not only to make the list like you said, but do it. Like actually yeah. implement it because in inspiration without action is merely entertainment. Mm. That's a quote by our mentor, Mary Morrissey. And this is not Netflix. <laughs> this is a podcast that's meant to change your life. So <laughs> go do something. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Peace. See you on the next episode. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.